So, hi everyone, I am Claudia Lopez. Just a little bit about myself. I have been told many times that I am not a storyteller. And you can look at him over there because he tells me this all the time. <laughs> so, um, my family members always look at me after I tell them something and they're like, okay. So, what's the point of this? Um, when is this gonna end? And I'm just like, guys, like, you're supposed to laugh. Like, this is funny, you know? And I had a professor a few months ago, you know, she just told me this beautiful comment that I've run with. So she goes, you know, Claudia, you are a storyteller. You know, like, I really think that's, like, one of the best traits that you have. And to myself, I'm like, really? You know, because my family tells me otherwise, but I'm totally here with you, girl. Like, I agree 100%. I am Claudia Lopez, the storyteller, okay? So, um, however, the story that I'm telling tonight was not written by me. This story was written by my brother, who is serving a 20-year prison sentence. The title of the story is called Arcane Melancholia. And now, what really drew me to the story was the title of it, because I had to look it up. To be honest, I had to look it up. So, arcane can be defined as mysterious or secret, and melancholia is deep sadness. So, without further ado, this is arcane melancholia. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone, and it's apparent that their focus is somewhere else? The more you talk, the more you notice that your words are going in one ear and out of the other. With nothing else to do, you ask, what are you thinking about? Snapping them out of their trance, they try to answer saying, huh, oh, nothing. And although you try to keep the conversation going without dwelling too long on the mysterious thoughts that they were having, still, you can't help but wonder. For me, there was a time during my childhood that I had no one to talk to. And because of this, I began to live inside of my head. As a child, my thoughts were like any other normal kid, candy, cake, and ice cream. But as I grew up, I became more of a hermit. My normally fun attitude was replaced with a bad temper. I used to go out and look for friends to try and hang out with as long as possible, but then I stopped. I didn't want to hang out as much anymore, and my discomforting emotions began to last longer for days at a time. It wasn't until junior high school that I began experimenting with drugs. The more I used, the better I felt. The better I felt, the more I used. Talking almost became a foreign language to me. Yeah, um, uh-huh, no, maybe, were words that I used commonly. The more I lived in my head, the more I began to disconnect from society. The highs were euphoric, and for me, the crash was even more pleasurable. My mind became a cocoon, and my thoughts were the caterpillar. Except, this caterpillar wasn't morphing into a beautiful winged specimen that captivated people with its beauty. Instead, this butterfly was acidic, scornful, and depraved. Anything this butterfly landed on, it ruined. Like acid melts anything it comes in contact with, my dark thoughts burned all of my pureness. I became acidulous a winged creature destructive in its flight, but more damaging to myself than anyone else. I found myself getting high just to come down. The world was against me, and this was my protection. But from who? <laughs> me, really. 
It took years, but I began to figure out what was happening in my head. I was depressed. I was suffering from depression and no one knew it but me. I really didn't understand what I was going through. One day, I began to reflect on what was happening and examined my daily activities. I saw a consistent pattern of mood swings, addictive habits, and felt constant pressure on my brain. The more I examined myself, the more I discovered that this depression was harming me. I lived in rage and needed to clash with anyone in my life. This allowed me to justify my destructive behavior. Today, I still find myself becoming reclusive at times, but I've learned to identify and handle situations from a more intuitive vantage point. I've learned that the stigma of depression is widespread and many people avoid the topic, especially growing up in urban communities. Now that I've been able to identify my depression, I've taken on a new path of metamorphism. No longer does this butterfly haphazardly blemish everything in its path, it now colors the air with its unique, entrancing magnificence. Thank you. Thank you, Claudia, for sharing that. Really glad we could do that. Yep. Yep. Yep.